five mid mornings. Catch up. Let's talk about that on five FM. Sanisiwe Nabo Bazana is a counseling psychologist with a master's degree in both counseling psychology and in research psychology. She has extensive experience in research topics that relate to societal issues, including the role of psychology in rural areas and mental health awareness in rural areas. She is also an advocate for social justice. She's joining us this morning to chat about panic attacks. So let's talk about that. Sanisiwe, good morning. How are you? I'm good at you, Steph. Good. Thank you so much for asking. So uh, I've got you on the line with me this morning to chat about panic attacks. It's, I think, a phrase uh, that people have probably used to be like, oh, yeah, I've had a panic attack or so-and-so had a panic attack or I could get a panic attack. And I think the word or the phrase is kind of thrown around. Uh, But there is a definition of of what panic attacks are. So could we start off with that? What is a panic attack? Before I answer that, I would like to say that panic attacks are not a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. It's an indicator of something. So basically your, your, your body is telling you that there's something wrong with you. It presents itself in the context of an anxiety disorder or another mental disorder such as PTSD, depression, substance abuse, in the context of a medical condition, such as a cardiac or respiratory problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. To answer your question, um, it's this abrupt um, surge of intense fear or intense discomfort that reaches a peak within minutes. So it almost feels like you, there's something, something wrong is about to happen. Oh. And people who have panic attacks usually think the worst mm. like I, i'm about to go mad um I'm, I'm i feel like i'm about to lose control i feel like i'm about to die they're always thinking of the worst okay so so yeah what does a panic attack feel like in the body because how do we even tell the difference between Am I having a panic attack or am I just spiraling and reacting? Maybe I'm in a stressful situation and my adrenaline's through the roof. How do I know I'm having a panic attack? Like, what is the difference? How does it feel in the body? So there are different symptoms. If I can say to you, we group them in three different categories. Mm -hmm. So we have what we call the physical symptoms. And that's basically your body. Um, It could be like saying, I feel like... I have a racing heart, or my heart is about to explode, um, feeling dizzy and faint, shortness of breath, feeling sick or just feeling nauseated. Mm. Uh, Or I feel like I need to go to the loo, um, heart flashes, numbness or tingling or shaking of hands and feet, and just feeling disconnect from the environment. So, and also just sweating. These are all the physical symptoms. But we also have other symptoms, such as looking at the behavior of a person, where um, a person feels like they need to escape the situation that they find themselves in. Say, for example, I am anxious about being in public spaces. So, the minute that I have to go to uh, a public space, I would experience a panic attack. So you'll find out people avoid those situations that actually bring that anxiety and that bring that panic attack. 
Yes. There's also the desire, as I've said already, to avoid places where the panic attack is triggered. Okay. That's just a, a very short list, but there's so much that there's just a lot that one looks at when we're talking about panic attacks. It presents itself in different ways for different people. Yeah. So imagine. unfortunately, I can't say it's going to come in this particular way. Let's talk about that on 5FM. Let's talk about that on 5FM. What are some of the kinds of things that could trigger a panic attack? And then I suppose the follow-up question is, if somebody finds themselves getting panic attacks, is it always the same thing that triggers them? So maybe they were in a car accident, got a panic attack as a result of a car accident, and then they get into a car another time, have a panic attack again. Is it always going to be the same trigger or could you be triggered by something else completely? Okay. There is a difference between an anxiety attack okay. and a panic attack. Oh, interesting. An, an anxiety attack is basically when there is a trigger. Say I'm about to write a huge exam and therefore I'll feel anxious and that is an anxiety attack. But with a, a panic attack, there can be a trigger. Okay. But most of the time... Uh, for some people, there's no trigger. Things that usually cause, if I can say, or trigger um, panic attacks would be the environmental stresses. Say, for example, financial stress, um, the situation at home, mm. whatever it might be. Someone who has withdrawal sim- uh, symptoms yeah. from alcohol or drugs. Um, phobias, it could be, as I've said, agoraphobia, where someone has this fear of public spaces. And then also just exposure to trauma, overuse of stimulants such as coffee. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. That, that will just exacerbate the panic attacks. Okay, and then when it comes to panic attacks, is there a way to prevent them from happening, from even starting? There is. So what we normally recommend is to avoid self-talk that focuses your attention on symptoms. So avoid um, words such as, I need to stop panicking. Like if I say to you, think of a banana or avoid thinking about a banana. (laughs) You're just going to think about it. Think about the banana. <laughs> you gotta think about so avoid things that will make the panic attack more or exacerbate it. Mm. And also just remind yourself that symptoms of a panic attack, yes, they are uncomfortable, but they're not life threatening. And also just remind yourself that you have been here before. And mostly people who have panic attacks are people that have had a panic attack before. Mm. So if say for if I can make a an example, if say I was riding in a taxi and then something happens to me, I faint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next minute um and I when I do come back when I am fine. Um, I feel embarrassed. I feel like the whole situation was just embarrassing. Mm. So the minute I get into a taxi again, that will just trigger a lot of anxiety in me because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what if I faint again and I embarrass myself? So it's, it's usually people who have had a panic attack. So they know and are aware of all the symptoms 
the minute I have a tingling feeling, immediately they're thinking of, oh my goodness, it's happening again. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Let's talk about that on 5FM. Let's talk about that on 5FM. And what can I do as somebody who maybe is friends with or my partner has panic attacks or somebody I know, maybe somebody you work with. If you are with somebody who is going through a panic attack, what can I do as a loved one or a friend to help them and support them and to like not make the situation worse? Sure. I think just to help them focus, what I normally say to my clients, focus on the external things outside of your body not the internal things because people who do go through a panic attack they normally are or over hyper vigilant mm-hmm. on the internal oh my goodness i'm feeling my like my heart is about to explode um i'm shaking but if they focus on the external things like what do i see outside outside i see trees birds the minute they do that their attention is out, away from what's happening in the body, yeah. but the beautiful things happening around them. Mm-hmm. And the minute that they focus on those external things, you'll find out that they forget about the panic attack. So things such as that, breathing techniques, uh, also medication. Mm-hmm. Um, you do get medication like antidepressants, anti-anxiety uh, medication that do help beta blockers that help in terms of um, decreasing or controlling the the high blood pressure. Yeah. Um, And also just psychotherapy. Refer your loved one to a psychologist Mm. um, where they can talk about um, the panic attacks and find ways to cope uh, with them manage those panic attacks because you'll find out when they do have a panic attack it's usually as i said earlier on um them hypervigilating about something the worst mm. possible case okay. scenario yeah yeah so a psychologist usually helps in terms of dealing so what is the worst possible scenario um, what's the worst thing that could happen? So dealing with those particular fears and minim- not minimizing, but just making those fears smaller, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. I love the tip as well <laughs> to maybe encourage your loved one to focus on things outside of their body. So make maybe make them point <laughs> out things that they can see or that they can feel or that they can smell or hear <laughs> and get them outside of their body and their mind and what they're going through. Sunny Siwe, thank you so much for talking to us this morning about panic attacks. If we'd like to reach out, get in touch with you, how can we do that? Also, it's psychologist.snb at gmail.com Awesome. Thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so, so much, Stephanie. Let's talk about that on 5FM. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Mid-Mornings by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.